When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. I vomited last night. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. I literally vomited. I threw up. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you guys as usual. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line, the phone number to call and text the rest of the way here. And let's go ahead and, and you know it's football season and you know we're getting close or in the middle of it when we bring our good friend Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska, the rival site for the Huskers on the show. Steve, it's been a long time, man. How's, how's life treating you? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, life is good. It's really hot outside, but I, I, I don't think I'm the only one that's noticed that. But yeah, um, yeah I think uh, football is starting to get in the air, so it's exciting me and exciting everybody else. So it's a fun time of year right now, although it's kind of weird because it's so close, but yet so far away, right? Yeah, 10 days till kickoff. Before we dive into football, um, another thing that's that's pretty pretty hot right now, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so let me get this one out of the way. Friday's loss to the Royals was embarrassing, and yeah. I really hated it. But uh, it was good to see them get those last two wins against the struggling Royals. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, let's just hope Milwaukee can can start losing some games and Cincinnati start losing some games so the good old Cubbies can uh, kind of leapfrog the Brewers there. So, um, you know, that's where I'm at with Chicago. It's a fun team um, to watch. Uh, they have my hopes hopes up and down all season but uh you know i'm along for the ride so wherever they're going i'm following hey steve i don't care that my team sucks your team still sucks <laughs> i think your team sucks Rico. <laughs> well you're not I was, wrong <laughs> i was saying this i was saying this before the show is that you look at the cubs stretch that they've kind of just went through recently it's the white Sox, the royals the tigers and the pirates that's that's their that's their four straight series of teams I mean, you couldn't ask for something more when you're trying to trying to make not number one make up ground and then also pull away from a team like the Cincinnati Reds than getting the White Sox, Royals, Tigers, and Pirates. Yeah, you need like this. This I was texting with a friend earlier about this, and they this is just such a huge stretch. They need to take advantage of this. So when I mm-hmm. saw that Friday uh, afternoon loss to Kansas City, I was just like, <laughs> man, guys, what are you doing? Let's not afford. We can't afford to do this. So let's just sweep the Royals. Let's sweep the Tigers. Let's sweep the Pirates and then head on to that series against Milwaukee um, starting August 28th. Careful now. The White Sox are tricky. They might get a couple games from you. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Maybe. Um, But, you know, I'm I'm following my guys. I'm following my guys. Bobby Witt's good at baseball, though. Oh, my gosh. He had a a play. I know we're here to talk football. No, it's all right. He had a play uh, last afternoon at at, uh, shortstop. He he was, I I believe, like right next to second base, and there was Mm -hmm. like a pop-up on the – uh, left field out of bounds, and boy, he sprinted his butt off uh, to get there and made an absolutely incredible sliding uh, grab. It was really, really cool. But uh, yeah, Royals lost, so I was happy about it. But hey, Bobby Witt 
uh, Jr., really good. <laughs> really good at baseball. It is going to be interesting to see if the Royals re-sign him because uh, they're only paying about 730000 for him right now, but he was probably going to get around seven years, $105 million in his next contract. Um, I, I just Yeah, I think I, he's going to be doing good in the bank account. <laughs> exactly. All right, so Steve, uh, let's, let's dive into football here. So we're 10 days out, and Nebraska head coach Matt Rule kind of said it on Saturday that, that Gabe Irvin is the number one or clear-cut number one running back and that Anthony Grant's just been fumbling too much. I was just telling Rico last segment, this feels a lot like the Joshua Fleek situation to where he comes out, Matt Rule that is, and says, all right, yeah, he's, he's significantly over his weight. And then we come to find out that a few days later he was back with the team and practicing and all good to go. It, it just, I wonder at times, okay, how much is Anthony Grant fumbling? Yeah, so when I, when I uh, heard that, obviously, with Rule and, and Grant, one thing that came through my mind was, you know, everything is intentional with Matt Rule and how he runs his program. He's like a CEO who has his fingertips on everything that the program puts out um, from on the field, how, how they're playing the players, to off the field with social media and mm-hmm. what the team chooses to present to its fan base on, on the Internet. You know, he also uses the media, too, I think. And, um, you know, you sometimes you see coaches here and there do that with, with some of their own players where, you know, like take Rule, for example, he, he steps up to the podium and he didn't have to say anything about Anthony Grant's uh, fumble problem problems recently, but mm-hmm. he sure did. And so maybe that's a technique that uh, Rule likes to use when wanting to, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe make a point to a player, a certain player about something. It's like, and, you know, Rule followed it up with, look, I mean, I, I could not have said this about Anthony Grant's football issues, but I did. And, uh, you know, he knows that. So everybody knows that Anthony Grant needs to hold on to the ball. But Rule taking it a step further and using the media to maybe make a point to help that player along, maybe to drill through his head that he needs to improve in an area, I think that's absolutely in- intentional. So, um, you know, you see that from here and there, like I said before. But, um, yeah, I mean – I don't know. Are you guys like honestly worried about Anthony Grant's fumble issues? I mean, to me, I I don't think so. Um, I don't think he had a big problem of it last year, but uh, um, you know, it's it's something that I think that Matt Rule um, is is kind of using the media and, and to to make a point to one of his players. But I'm not overly overly, I guess, worried about Anthony Grant and and his ability to help hold on the ball. Maybe I'm maybe I'm well, wrong on that. Well, what do you guys think? And, and that's where that's where I mean, Rico and I had this conversation last segment. To, Anthony Grant had three fumbles last year. He, he Nebraska lost one of them. Um, but it was also interesting because you look at like the the makeup of Nebraska's running back room the last few years. And everybody knows that Gabe Irvin won the starting job in 2021, but then you know, you know, obviously gets hurt, and Ramir Johnson comes up out of nowhere, and then Anthony Grant comes in, wins the starting job, has starts out his first three games, rushes for over 100 yards and such. Um, and I think towards the end of the year, the defenses just got better. It's not that Anthony Grant fell off. I think if the defenses got better and Nebraska's offensive line just didn't improve a whole lot to help him out against the Michigans like they were able to push around North Dakota and maybe even Northwestern in the first game of the year. So I, I think I'm with you or we're with you on this. Anthony Grant doesn't really have a huge fumbling issue, at least of what we saw last year through you know their 12 games, losing three. I think he had over you know over 215 carries in 2022. So, I mean, I guess that's just kind of where we're at. There's not really a question there, but there's just kind of a thought. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I hate to be the guy that watches those little highlight clips, um, you know, that the, that the team puts out, but 
one of Anthony Grant's fumbles was on was caught on camera, and it was Josh Bullock knocking the ball loose. So that was kind of cool if you were um, aiming to watch that thing to see what the defense was doing flying around and, and knocking balls out of hands. But so that was really cool. But but yeah, I don't know. I, I still really like Nebraska's running back room. Off, Rule obviously does. Uh, Gabe, uh, Gabe Irvin obviously has a lot to prove this year. He needs to stay healthy uh, to be able to show the the kind of potential that he has. And, you know, I'm not worried about Anthony Grant and fumbling. I'm, I'm just not, um, you know, and, and Ramir Johnson, I think he can be a valuable asset back there as, as kind of that uh, Jamichael Hasty. If uh, some Baylor Bears uh, fans out there remember that name, he was a really good running back that, that rule kind of gave a shout out and compared him to um, Ramir Johnson as, as what those two can kind of do out of backfield is similar. So, um, yeah, I, I'm still really, really high on Nebraska's uh, running back room, but obviously none of, none of the, none of the words that we're saying and, and things that we're talking about will matter unless the offensive line uh, kind of does its job up front. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Quick plug to Jermichael Hasey. He helped me win a week of fantasy football last year when I needed a, a backup running back really fast. Just picked him up. It was fantastic. But um, we're speaking with Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Uh, Steve, you mentioned you know you don't want to be the guy that watches the highlight tapes and tries to pick apart every little thing. But just to kind of go on on one of those, uh, Jalen Lloyd is being featured a decent amount in a lot of these videos. And with Marcus Washington still being sidelined for a while, maybe not going to make the first game. Um, do you do you see Jalen Lloyd or another one of those freshman wide receivers playing a decent decently big role against Minnesota? Yeah, so when Jalen uh, when Jalen Lloyd's name started kind of popping up with with uh, coaches interviews and stuff, I I almost didn't want to believe it because I know you know he's a true freshman. Nothing against Jalen Lloyd. I'm sure he's a great kid and he's an incredible athlete. We know he's an incredible athlete by looking at his track stuff. But five foot ten, 160 pounds, like that that does not kind of screen game changer or contributor even at, at, at the division one level at receiver. It just seems really hard for me that somebody like Jalen Lloyd is going to come off the street and, you know, perform like that after one fall camp and then, um, you know, earn, earn reps with the first team offense. But sure enough, he's been out there. Um, he's, he's been in those uh, brief highlights that the team puts out. And he's, like you said, he's been making uh, really, really good looking catches. I mean, in that, in the last video that the uh, the last scrimmage highlight video that the team put out, he had two really nice catch, nice looking catches along the the sideline. Um, one of them from Heinrich Harburg, the other from Jeff Sims, and the one from Sims, I believe, uh, Jalen was kind of falling out of bounds, and he did an excellent, excellent job at getting two feet down in bounds. It was right next to the sideline, and he kind of um, toe dragged and, and brought the rubber up to, to show it was in bounds. It was really, really a nice catch. So maybe I'm wrong. And Jalen Lloyd is athletic enough and, and is, 
a, a strong enough receiver that he can step onto the field after one fall camp and and uh, kind of show out and, and be a contributor. Um, now I'm not saying he's going to be like the one of the first guys out there with the uh, first team offense, but I think he's for sure a, a, a name that you can find in the two deep at receiver right now, and he's going to be asked to be a contributor. Um, but also, you know, Malachi Coleman, everybody's going to be watching him. I'm really interested to see if he can um, put everything together and, and get out there and, and help out the offense. Uh, my, my sleeper pick kind of is Jaden Doss, just because he can, you know, he worked out of the slot a lot at Raymond Peculiar High School in, in Missouri, and uh, he can do a lot of different things. He has experience in the slot, out wide, in the backfield, taking handoffs. He can just do a lot of, a lot of different things at him. And at, at a 5'11", 190, 195, 190 pounds, he's kind of built better than a lot of the other freshmen in his age and his size, I guess. So um, maybe that means he's better equipped for playing a little bit early in his career. But, um, yeah, I mean, somebody out of that group or two, two guys out of that group um, is going to have to step up and kind of help out this offense because overall – you know, with Marcus Washington, you obviously don't want to see him. Um, you know, we're struggling to get healthy and, and stay and stay healthy um, in fall camp. So you really want to see Marcus Washington out there. But if he's not, I mean, yeah, those those are true freshmen. Somebody's gonna have to step up. And you know, I think that I think there's a couple in there that could do it, and I think they can they can uh, be good doing it too. Now, Steve, let's just let's combine the wide receiver and tight ends room and just talk about pass catchers on this team because. I'm a little curious on where, where you stand with just overall thoughts on him. Uh, Joshua Fleeks, obviously, I think he's had like nine catches his last two years of college. Uh, we know Xavier Betts moved on from the program. Isaiah, Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda left early last year. Um, Borkacher had just six if you want to bring in tight ends. Thomas Fedoni hasn't been healthy. Where are we at just on this? We, we talked about running backs, and we know the staff is going to, I mean, cross our fingers and, and hope, hope that Nebraska runs the ball and tries to run it right at Minnesota. But in the times that they do need to pass and they need Jeff Sims to deliver a ball, where do you just stand on overall thoughts on pass catchers on this team? Well, I've said it before, and I continue to think that Billy Kemp, he's my pick to lead the team in receptions, gotcha. not receiving yards, but receptions, just because you know he's, he's played out of the, the slot, and I know he's uh, done some outside work and, and he's even lined up in the backfield during his Virginia days. But I really just see him as kind of like that short yardage intra- or that short area, intermediate area passing game uh, target that can be kind of like a safety blanket for Jeff Sims. Um, you know, some, somewhere where he can just like um, complete an easy five yard pass and just like let, let Billy go to work because in short areas, Billy Kemp is super quick. He's super shifty. He can, he can just do a lot in short areas. I don't think he's going to be winning many foot races, He's kind of a small guy, but he's he's built well. He's thicker, um, but I just don't think speed is his best asset. But his shiftiness and his quickness, I mean, that's that's a real asset that I think Marcus Satterfield knows and understands how to use during his uh, days calling plays at South Carolina. He had kind of like some Billy Kemp-type players um, that over there with the Gamecocks. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at the wide receiver room, there's just not a lot that jumps out at you. And like I said, with Marcus Washington being – being on the shelf now and not practicing, working to get healthy. I mean, that's not great either. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot of holes with the receiver room. It's not a room that kind of blows you away. And, and with talking about the tight ends too, I mean, yeah, it's it's fun to talk about Thomas Fedoni and it's, and it's fun to talk about a, a Reek Gilbert, but, you know, we don't know what Thomas Fedoni is going to look like really. I mean, we have it, the image, this picture in our minds of this 6'6", 250-pound freak athlete 
you know, he's finally healthy and he's going to get out there and he's going to tear it up. I'm not so sure. I, I think it might take a few games, um, you know, to, to get out there and, and, and have Thomas get in the swing of things and feel comfortable playing in a Big Ten game against uh, Big Ten athletes with Big Ten speed. So, you know, I'm not saying that Thomas Fedoni is not going to be productive right away, but it wouldn't shock me if, if um, we have to wait a little bit for Thomas to kind of get out there, get in the swing of things. Um, with Reed Gilbert, obviously everybody wants him to play, but we just don't know right now uh, if he's going to play. And if he does play, what's he going to look like? He hasn't looked like himself since 2020 when he was a, a freshman All-SEC conference member um, at LSU. You know, he looked, you know, he, he looked like one of the best tight ends in the SEC his true freshman year. He was just doing incredible stuff. It was really fun to watch, but then he had some off-the-field uh, troubles, and he hasn't played the past two seasons at Georgia um, outside of a, a few games and a few catches. So there's so many questions. Out of everybody in the tight end room, I have to look at you know a guy like Nate Borkacher as kind of the most dependable guy. Um, and nothing against Nate, but you know he's a he's a former walk-on who's done a heck of a job building his body and, and getting better over years. So it's a credit to him. Um, but you know he's he's just a really solid solid um, uh, block, run blocking tight end who can help out in the pass in the pass game for sure. Um, but there's just, you know, so when I look at the tight end room, it's a high ceiling, but low production, low returning production. Mm-hmm. So, again, those are big questions that they're just going to have to answer on Saturdays that I can't tell you right now. So, um, you know, it, again, I like some of the pieces in that tight end room, but until they show me, it's just kind of hard to predict what they're going to do or how well they're going to do. All right, Steve. Hey, good stuff as always. Appreciate the time. Uh, and we will uh, definitely talk to you next week. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. There he is, Steve Mark, inside Nebraska, the rival site for the Huskers. He joined us on the Aloe VIP line, the VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh have figured out the penalty for their head coach for lying to investigators about recruiting violations. We'll talk about those and get Strick and Austin's thoughts when we come back with the crossover. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.